welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 199. Oh boy, we're going to talk about 205 Live NXT and we're going to talk about that superstar shakeup and we're going to answer some questions somewhere in between there but before we get to that my name is john and joining me as she does every week is the eric to my ivar marianne you say that like i get your reference marianne well clearly you didn't watch anything that happened in the superstar shakeup how are you wait wait say it again the Eric to my Ivar. Oh, okay. I get it. I just didn't know the other one's name. Right. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm a little bit like mentally exhausted this week. Mm-hmm. Tax day was Monday. Yes. My I tried to e-file and then they sent me a, an email and I printed out like like the um, my tax return and everything. Uh-huh. And TurboTax, actually, I actually had to upgrade. They wouldn't let me finish my taxes unless I upgraded for by paying 100 bucks. Okay. And so I e-filed, and then I got an email, like, after I had already printed out my tax return, like, the next day that was like, oh, it was rejected. Huh. And I was like, bitch, what? And it's a lo- it was just, I've been trying to get a hold of the IRS all week, and I finally talked to somebody this morning, and it was just, ugh. I'm not, I'm not happy about it, but, um, and then my coworker, obviously she's out on maternity leave. I'm the only person in the office now that answers phones. Cause my other coworker, her husband has stomach cancer. Yeesh. She had to take, if she, they didn't know what was wrong with him. He's been sick for a few weeks and he finally, she had to rush him to the hospital over the weekend. And I guess he has uh, stomach cancer and it spread. Yikes. And she didn't even know. It was like, it was ridiculous, but now I'm like, I've had to survive a whole week by myself with doing like three people's jobs. Yikes. And then my little brother is moving away to Colorado next week. Oh. So I'm going to be alone. Huh. My best friend moved. My other best friend is moving out of the country. Josh is moving out of the country at the end of the year or out of the state, excuse me, at the end of the year. And then my little brother's moving. So I have like nobody left out of the where is he? Oh, he's not moving out of the country. He's moving out of state, but he hasn't decided where I told him. Okay, fine, but not Florida. Right. So, um, but I took Ian, my little brother, my little baby brother to get um, his first tattoo. And he actually got two tattoos from Nia. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's got two nerd tattoos. He has, like, I guess, like the thief symbol or whatever from Elder Scrolls. And then he has the Stargate Earth symbol on his wrist. So him and I basically have matching tattoos. Oh. He's cute. But yeah, how has your week been? I hear you start a new job. I, I start that job on Monday, yes. Um, very, Excellent. Very excited to get back into uh, w- the workforce and make some some very good money. Uh, really? I celebrated, yes. I celebrated by buying that uh, that Chalkline Bam Bam Bigelow jacket. Oh, bitch, why did you not tell me? Uh, I'm very excited to to wear it. Uh, I'm really excited for you, man. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was I, as soon as I got my offer letter and filled all that out, I went, I'm going to go buy that jacket because I was told Dude. I could. It's really, that's great. I'm yeah. so happy for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Disneyland, my my last hurrah for a little while tomorrow. Oh my God, John, you've been to Disneyland like five times in the I past know. like two weeks. I know. I'm also, uh, I mean, the reason I'm going down there uh, besides that is... You act like it's actually a trip. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm going down there because I am recording once again with... Uh, Geek say what? Um, I am recording a a geek offensive episode with them again, uh, but this time it will be about the 1989 cinematic masterpiece starring Hulk Hogan, No Holds Barred. Uh, oh, you mean your Instagram story? Yeah, I'm halfway through it right now. Whew. Somebody sent me a picture on Instagram that was just 
oh my god where is it it was just a picture like a video of a screenshot <laughs> of Rey Mysterio versus David <laughs> David Flair Thunder <laughs> November 8th 2000 oh my god and it's like pink hair goodness it's just a bad look it's oh just boy. all bad yeah and I was like that hair is a choice um it's but cer- yeah the superstar shakeup happened yes Oops, yes my screen went black oh Okay, yes, let's uh, let's talk about this superstar shakeup because um, a, a lot of things happened. I have the full list of of who moved. For a lot more. of a lot of tag teams got split up. Um, I'd say yeah, I'd say what two two tag teams got split up. Uh, Chad Gable, Liv Morgan, and Bailey. Oh, and Sasha. And ba- Bailey and Sasha. Yes, and that's it, right? And I Eric Young. So. I mean, uh, we'll we'll get to it. Let's see. So, um. Uh, the superstars that are moving to SmackDown Live in this shakeup are um, Heavy Machinery, so Otis and Tucker, Mickey James, Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, Liv Morgan, uh, being called up from 205 Live, Buddy Murphy, uh, the well-spoken but also uh, apparently a Nazi, Lars Sullivan, uh, Kyrie Sane being called up from NXT, Ember Moon, Bailey, Elias, the Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor and the Big Dog, the greatest wrestler of all time, the defeater of the Undertaker, Roman Reigns, is now on SmackDown Live. Now on Raw, I think that should be a shirt that you should wear. The Big Dog, the greatest wrestler of all time. Yes, I agree. The defeater of the Undertaker, Roman Reigns. I would love that. <laughs> I'll get it as a mug. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, on the, I think it's monumental that Roman Reigns got moved to SmackDown. Oh yes, it's going to be great. I'm I'm very excited for him to to be on SmackDown. I know uh, some people are all you know because they just hate Roman. They're already like, oh well, c- there goes Kofi's reign, and it's like I don't think he's going to beat Kofi right away. I feel like he might have some other issues to attend to. But anyway, uh, on the Raw side of things, we had uh, coming up from 205 Live, Cedric Alexander, uh, Eric Young, Lacey Evans, EC3, (laughs) Naomi, The Usos, Rey Mysterio, Zelina Vega, and Andrade, uh, Alistair Black, Ricochet, The Miz, AJ Styles. And I left one uh, part of this out because we need to talk about this at great length. Um. Uh, the current NXT tag team champions were part of an eight-man tag and revealed to be the newest members of the Raw roster. This is great. The Usos, I cannot wait to see the Usos and this team face off against each other. However, uh, when they came out, they were announced as th- not the War Raiders. They were announced as the Viking Experience. Like there's some Jimi Hendrix shit. Yes, and they are no longer Ray Rowe and Hanson. They are now Eric and Ivar. Uh, this That's is, ridiculous and stupid. This is fucking bad. Like, And also because there's already an Eric with a K. Yes, there is. Um, this is fucking terrible. This is... Uh, I, I've been... The news has been coming out on this more and more. Uh, a lot of people thought, well, maybe it's because they had the name War in it. But then you'd think, wouldn't they just not? I think the thing that just blows my mind is the War Raiders didn't just get signed and brought up to the main roster. They've been on the roster for a while. And they've been known as the War Raiders. They've been known as Roe and Hanson. They're your tag team champions. They have merchandise that says War Raiders on it. What are we doing right now? If we're trying to build up... I have up, no idea. It's so stupid. If we're trying to build up these new talents so they are familiar when people see them for the first time on the main roster but we're just going to change their name and their tag team that we're going to change their names and their tag team name it's just yeah they I made them like they really tried to squish them into a niche yes and these that's guys, really annoying these guys love the viking lifestyle there Let's are, make him named Eric, but spell it with a K. They basically, what they did is, and I wrote a whole ranty article about this over at that hashtag uh, show.com, but they basically just went to Google and typed uh, generic names. male Viking names and just picked two. Uh, apparently, it had nothing to do with them using the word war in their name. Uh, 
apparently, and man, every time Vince McMahon does something right, he just does something that makes absolutely no sense. Apparently, they got the TV that day. He's like, I don't like this name. We have to change it. And the original name that they were going to go with, and I'm, I was like, oh, no, this would have been so much better. I mean, it, at least if I had heard this name, I would have been like, that's dumb. They're the War Raiders. But also, I could have gotten used to the name. They were going to be called the Berserkers, which is, I think... I mean, at this point, anything is better than the Viking experience. That just sound that name just sounds like they have little to no faith in how long they'll last. They, I mean, they've already Does that make sense? they've effectively killed them. This is just it's really bad. It is a terrible. Also, I feel name. like this episode is the theme of this episode is just going to be apparently, apparently, yes, the apparently experience. <laughs> front runner i keep looking at the list and seeing lacey evans name and going why so uh why is she called up i watched uh raw and smackdown in 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 its entirety once again i don't know what's happening for the last time because you weren't employed that's why uh i mean uh, if my hours are in the correct i might i might get off in time just to see everything honestly anyway hmm. um the only show I keep up with is Drag Race, which is on oh, in yeah, I'm, 13 minutes. I'm wait, I'm uh, I didn't watch last week. I saw clips from from Yo, Untucked, bottom and that two shit this week. Insane. Bottom two this week, gag mm-hmm. worthy. All right, I I'm gonna try and catch up on that. Uh, I need to watch. I think so. I'll be be- two episodes behind, but. I like always already know the results, but I have to see it just for yeah the one liners. But like bottom two this week is like what the fuck <laughs> like yeah I will I'll definitely definitely take a look at that. But um, <coughs> um what was I gonna say? Oh um, <sighs> Lacey Evans did have a match on Raw. She didn't look terrible. Everything about her she is, is terrible though. Is Everything pretty about bad. her is awful. Uh, her. Her moonsault is pretty sweet, though. But she's apparently just getting r- right up top here. She's going to get a title shot against Becky for the Raw title. So, all right. Why? I, guess. I don't know. She beat Natalia, and Natalia's like, I'm just here, and I don't know. Um, Whose dick is she sucking? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, God, she's awful. I don't like her as a person either. So one of the names... I mostly don't like her as a person. Right. Uh, One of the names that is missing uh, from here is Samoa Joe, who got so sick that he apparently could not appear on... I guess he got to the arena and they were like, you need to go home. Uh, He was supposed to be on Monday Night Raw. So that'll be the switch. Joe will be on Raw. With the U.S. title, and are they going to keep? Are they going to keep shaking stuff up still? No, I just think that is the final uh, thing that they didn't get to do here. Why did I feel like EC3 was already on Raw? Uh, I mean, all of the NXT like tweeners, like Ricochet, Alistair Black, uh, dude, the year 2019 Ricochet. So nutty. He's fucking on main roster. Not what only that, fuck? he had a he had a WrestleMania entrance. That is so ridiculous. Is welcome so to Dave and Buster's entrance. Yes. Um. So I mean, I, I'm looking up and down here, and I feel like uh, a lot of people were like, "Oh, SmackDown got fleeced. They got rid of a lot of things." But I mean, I think they they balanced it out pretty well. But honestly, SmackDown's still the show to watch. I'm sorry, especially. Because if you look at their women's division, it is stacked. It's crazy stacked now. Um, I mean, you added Ember Moon, Kyrie St. Bailey, and uh, Liv Morgan, um, and Mickey James. So you added four, is that four? Five uh, women's wrestlers to that already pretty good um, SmackDown women's roster. So. Are you? Uh, what about they're not going to do the Sky Pirates then, huh? They are not, which is I I get why they didn't do it, but I'm still like, man, they should have done it. I mean, it, this is good for Oscar because she is still in a prominent role with Kyrie Sane, and they have a little bit of a of history, and it also gets Paige back on TV uh, weekly, which is great. 
Why I think, does it get Paige on TV? Oh, I'm sorry, because Paige is their manager. She's going to talk for them. I... What? It's happening. It's it's already a thing. We can't do anything. Why about. do I feel like this has happened before where somebody translated for someone and honest to God had no idea what they were saying? Oh, no. She's not going to... like, new. She's not going to translate for them. She's just going to speak on behalf of them. But why do I feel like that happened in the past with somebody else? I mean, I'm sure it did. Oh, my God. Do you remember, do you remember when Cesaro never spoke English? That's what it was. Yes. It was when Cesaro was a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, yeah. I do recall this. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Calvin asked us where we thought they went wrong. Uh, besides the Viking experience name change, what did WWE get wrong about this shakeup? That's I th- a wave. That's a really, really big one, though. I think I honestly don't think they got much wrong here. I would have rather had Bailey on Raw and Sasha on SmackDown, but we don't even really know what the status of Sasha is. If what's going on with that, so because doesn't she want to get? What doesn't she want to leave? Yeah, apparently, but it might be a work. Who knows? Who knows? When is her contract up? I have no idea. I'm sure she just signed a new one like last year. Yeah, I have no idea. There's a lot of rumor and speculation about what's going on with that. But I don't I don't really think they messed up anywhere. I think they you know where they messed up? They didn't even out the women's roster enough. There you go. That's where they messed up. Now Raw feels like the B brand for women's wrestling. Like Unless they do something very drastic, but so we'll they see. were just a B brand across the board, straight up, yeah. But now it's just like their women's roster isn't even. It felt a little more even before. Now it's just like it's not even comparable. Let's look at the SmackDown Live women's roster, shall we? Let's just look sure, at sure. Why not? Let's look at that real quick. Female wrestlers. Here is everyone that is on the SmackDown roster. We have Sonya Deville, Mickey James, Mandy Rose. Liv Morgan, Lana, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Bailey, and Asuka, with um, you know, the iconics and Becky appearing between both shows. That's a stacked roster. It is. You can't really get I mean, on the other side for Raw, you have Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Natalia. Nia Jax, who is hurt, Ronda Rousey, who is hurt, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Tamina, and Zelina Vega. <sighs> yeah. So you got three, two inactives. Alexa May is starting to wrestle again. And man, yeah. Do they even do they even And then have... there's some people that are active and are just are worse than just Tamina, yes. Uh... Yeah. Oh, and Lacey. And Lacey. She's fucking awful. I think Lacey Evans is way better than Tamina, like straight up. Okay, yeah, fair enough, but she's a garbage human. Mm, yes. Um. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh let's move on here. Let's move on to two oh five live. Um so we opened the show with Tony Nice doing the intro? It's almost like they don't listen to their fans or something. <laughs> um it was very strange. I didn't get it, but I do love seeing Biffy in the opening credits though. Yes, I do. I do enjoy that, and we'll get to, we'll get to to Oni a little more later here. But um, what are you doing? Why is it pausing? <laughs> why is it pausing? Uh, because I'm being asked uh, about if I fed the cat. If do I feed the cats in the morning? So I was confused as <laughs> to why. Oh, 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 oh my god! And cat also, sitter podcast. And also, I can uh, edit out all the pauses, which is usually what I do. So mm, sweet. You know, uh, Uncle Drake on commentary, which is fun. I like it. Uh, this match, though, we had a f- a four way match between Grand Metalik, Arya Davari, Mike Kanellis, and Akira Tozawa. Um, this match was okay, right? Yeah, I mean, um, it was all right. I'm really sick of Grand Metalik. Like, I really can't stand wrestlers who rely too much on props. But also, wearing a tie with no shirt is not okay. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, yeah, apparently we're just giving anybody a microphone now. Yikes. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Yikes. Um, remember when Aiden English called um, Nigel McGinnis an old fart? Yes, and 
Remember when we decided that Aiden is the bald baby Corey? Apparently so. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, despite this match just kind of being all right, it did have some cool stuff. There was uh, the little fun sequence with everybody going to the doing moves off the top rope. I thought that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, I mean, Grand Metalik doing this uh, over-the-top rope Hurricane Rana to the floor is insane. And then that suicide dive by Tozawa. Oh, my goodness, yes. And then, like, right after that, I love how half of Drake's comments, like, during that entire match, every time there was moves like that, it sounded like he was introducing us to commercial break. He would just go... This is the Cruiserweight Division. This is 205 Live. <laughs> and then it cuts to commercial break. Yes. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, I, and at the end, it looked like uh, Mike Kanellis might get a win, but uh, the new Nasty Davari steals it. Good. So there People you, go. you should be stealing from. Mike Kanellis. <laughs> uh, we had Oni Lorkin saying things that he said, "I'm g- this is my 205 Live now. We had Cedric saying things, and he said, no, it's not. I don't know what he said. I just didn't really <laughs> I'm sure that he that's exactly what he said. Do you think they told Biff to shave off his facial hair so he didn't look like a total better Mike Kanellis, who also <laughs> who shaved his head? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it was... Baby, uh, baby face Biff. It was very, uh, very weird, um, but whatever. I'm fine with it. Uh, our main event on 205 Live is Oni Lorkin taking on the newest member of the Raw roster, Cedric Alexander. Um, this match really started off grapply. Yes, it was very grappy at the beginning. I called it Headlock City Biff. Oh, oh, nice. I get it. Nicely done. I get Lots it. Lots of headlocks. Good stuff. Um, that bar- barricade bump looked really bad, and it was just followed up by Oni tossing Cedric into the LED board. Goodness gracious. Well, that must have hurt. Let me legitimately hurt you now. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Insane. He don't give a fuck. No, he does not. Um, I-, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, I don't have a lot of notes on it. I just have... This is this is a great match for, for Biff. Um, he just absolutely destroyed... Cedric at the end of this match. Um, Dude, I... That... Well, that drop kick to the back of Oni's head was pretty savage. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. But that first uppercut, I was drinking water and I spilled it all over myself. <laughs> and then towards the end of that match, I gave up on deciding which uppercut was the worst one. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, there was like four or five and they were all pretty savage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oni ended up getting the win with the half and half suplex, um, which is a huge win for him. He got the handshake from Cedric. Cedric got the little farewell. So uh, it is now... Oni's 205. This is this is a new era. I think the one thing I didn't enjoy... <laughs> 205? 205. I think the thing I didn't enjoy about 205 Live is there was no... it. They were not really a part of the shakeup. And I feel like there was maybe one or two people that they could have added to the 205 Live roster from the main rosters that would have been cool. Um, I mean, suggestions just from me. I think Tyler Breeze has not done anything. He's just waiting around. I think him on 205 Live for a little bit would be fun. It I, would be fun. I He'd also be a nice, think... Yes, he, I, just, I just imagine Tyler Breeze interacting with Drew Gulak oh at any God. point. Yes. That would be... That's all I want in life. Just I, Drew Gulak <laughs> interacting with people? Yes. Also, I mean, <laughs> speaking of uh, Drew Gulak, I would love to see Chad Gable versus Drew Gulak. Oh I my think God. that would be fun. I don't know why they just didn't put him on there until they they figured out something for them to do, I guess. I don't know. That would be an awesome match. I would love to oh see that. Oh, my God. So, I mean, hopefully we get some more shake-up stuff going on here. But 205 Live, uh, very different now yeah, that they have... very, very depleted. Yes. Now that they have removed Cedric as well as... The Buddy powerhouse Murphy. that's Buddy Murphy. So they are both, they have both since been removed. Um, and I'm interested to see what 205 Live does going forward. Let's talk about NXT and let's talk about whatever the hell this new opening was. 
I fucking hate it. So I love the song. I I really like the song because I really like Slipknot. Uh, the video <laughs> was insane. It was Them so all standing in a group doing Jersey Shore fist bumps. Yes, like fist pumps. Excuse I, me, fist pumps to Slipknot. <laughs> I had I had I was so confused. I, I just didn't <laughs> fist know fist pumps to Slipknot. It sucks because like I think the last time around we were like this song is terrible, but the video was fine. Now it's like, yeah, I really like this song, and most of the video is bad. Like they, they've, I, God, I hope they recut this. Oh boy, it it's was bad. so. Bad. It was it was bad, and it was also awkward. It was awkward because you could tell all of them knew that it would look bad. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever seen something where you can tell that all the people in the video know that it's not going to turn out good? Yes. That's exactly what I saw. Oh, man. It was, uh, man, it was something. But let's talk about this awesome Velveteen Dream Buddy Murphy match for the NXT North American title. I think the most important thing is that for the first time ever, Full Sail and just NXT in general is cheering for Buddy Murphy. Yes. Um, Which is just a strange experience. Man. This was such a fun match. I had a lot of fun with it. I think um, one of the things I took away from this is uh, Buddy Murphy's going to be so great on SmackDown. I'm, He's just going to be so great anywhere he yeah, goes, I think. I'm very excited to see what he does on SmackDown. Um, I'm all, uh, Right off the bat, I would love to see him and Finn Balor fight for the Intercontinental title. I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, also, speaking oh of, God. I'm sorry, speaking of SmackDown Live, we also have to remember that one uh, hot cop, Mustafa Ali, you just made the list, is also on SmackDown Live, and he actually just had a match with Finn Balor, and it was great. So, did you see the um, fan artwork that somebody did of Mustafa Ali, Alistair Black, and Ricochet? No, but you should send that to me. It's real. It. it looks like a stained glass window. Ooh, yeah. I need to see that. Send that to me. Yeah, it's really cool. So and I was like, I love all of these people so much, but mostly <laughs> hot cop. Oh, you just made the list. So, so this match was great. I had a lot of fun with this match. Um, I mean, my first note is, man, there was a big old knee strike to Dream's face that basically put him on his. He was like sitting on his legs basically and he pinned him which was great um it was insane as the like, match... way to fucking sell it yes but this match in general was just a velveteen cell fest yes um as the match went on the state of dreams hair just it was it was something to behold i think that he should just keep it tall and make sure that it grows straight out like a chia pet yeah so then he'll look like Gerald from Hey Arnold. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I wrote a note here, and you texted me and said, "What was I supposed to notice about the dream?" And I, I, I just, got very confused. Yeah, I just put it because, uh, and it's funny because the way I put it in the notes is talk about what you noticed about dream, and that almost seems like a weird like essay question <laughs> that you would get on a test. It's like, I oh, think that's shit. why I freaked out so bad because no. I don't deal with essays very well. Oh, I, don't. I looked at it and I was like, does not compute. I don't understand what I'm looking for. Like suddenly, if you give me something where I have to analyze the situation at all, like yeah. against my will, it won't work. <laughs> so the thing that I noticed in this match about uh, the Velveteen Dream is his, and I, I feel like I've noticed this before, I just have never brought it up. His moveset is very, it's very old school. There's not a lot of he's not doing a lot of like hurricane ranas or anything too crazy. All of his stuff he does off the top ropes is usually axe handles like the macho man. Um, like the dive he did to the outside was a double axe handle. Um, I noticed I just noticed that his moveset seems very old school. And I think that's super smart. And I wonder how long he'll be doing that but i i assume you know he is the velveteen dream this is because he's he he does seem very very well rounded it's not like yeah. you see the same move sets from him all the time right like i don't know ricochet 
Um, shitbag Trevor. Um, but uh, what I noticed is Dream wears heeled boots. Yes, I did. I was looking at his boots so, too, which is a daring choice. Yeah, and also there's something about him that I look at him and I'm like, oh my god, Bob Fosse would have loved him. <laughs> like I can just picture just dream just taking on just the way he moves and the way he carries himself i think just bob fossey style anything would just come so naturally to him right and that that just sits very well with me absolutely that being said i still hate velvet fair enough but um yeah just a very old school um 80s early 90s move set from the velveteen dream i mean even his finisher is a top rope elbow drop. I mean, I think the most modern move he might do is the Death Valley Driver. Honestly, I would have to double check. But uh, yeah, let me know if anybody uh, sees what I'm seeing here. So another thing that was actually pretty crazy in this match was that tornado neck snap DDT looking thing off the top rope. Dude, and then there was a DDT that Murphy did right before it that the snap was so fast. Yeah. It was so brutal. Yeah. This was like do you see DDT so often, but that one was one done really well. Absolutely. Um the leaping knee on the apron. Holy moly. Oh my god. Yeah, man. This match. That was the coolest thing. Oh my god. Now, towards the end of the match, I thought this was a cool little thing. Um Velveteen Dream was out. He was just out for the count. Buddy Murphy was also outside with him. He was trying to pick him up to put him back in the ring. The referee got to the nine count, and Buddy Murphy rolled back in to break the count and rolled back out to pick up Velveteen Dream to put him in the ring. And uh, Velveteen Dream just hit a fury of mu- a flurry of m- moves. That was also a fury, I guess. Uh, he hit the Famouser. He hit the Dream Valley Driver. And then the purple rainmaker, and that was it. That was the end of the match, and Velveteen Dream retains. But uh, man, what a match! Speaking of famousers, what the fuck is Dolph Ziggler doing nowadays? I don't know. He's probably touring or writing jokes, releasing shirts with Ryan Nemeth, and then he'll come back and he'll be like, um, "Hey, I, I still want to do stuff," and then he'll be back for a week, and he's gonna be the new Chris <sighs> Jericho, but not as cool. Yeah. God. So over. I feel like I just really insulted Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Whoops. enough. Anyways. Oh well. Um so yeah, that was a great match. And then we the next thing we said we had was the uh the Street Profits. And they did a little uh I love these little interview things they do, these little segments. Um I can't understand what they're saying half the time, but it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Um, and then, it's not, uh, it's not that, it's not that they're not like, they're like inarticulate. It's just, I don't follow what they're saying. <laughs> right. So they, they are going to William Regal's office because they are going to ask for a tag team title opportunity. But the, uh, the war Raiders, uh, I mean the Viking experience, look, they're wearing war Raiders shirts. This is such a shit show, man. This is so dumb. Uh, they come out and they say, "Hey, we already did the we already did the uh, the work for you. We'll see you guys next week." Jesus, why are they so short in comparison? I have no idea. Did you notice though? I did. I was like, "Holy crap!" Well, I I bet you. Well, Montez Ford is really tall, and he was probably also wearing like heeled shoes. Probably because that's totally something he would do. Yeah, and the more I see. This side of Angelo Dawkins, like especially before they went to the office, the more he reminds me of Kevin, who was on last week. But black. <laughs> Kevin is the Pinoy Angelo Dawkins. Oh my god. What a compliment. He's gonna hear this and go, What? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. They got great music too. Uh up next Yeah, we, they're just great. Up next we had Johnny Champion coming out, and there was a a guy in the front row who was very sad, and I want to say to him, fuck you, don't wear Naito shirts. You're a piece of shit. Um, we don't want you. We don't go. You cannot sit with us. Um, you are not welcome in our church. Uh, Adam Cole came out, and then I just kind of fast-forwarded until my <laughs> Gargano was, like, talking shit about him. And then, yes, that I see your note, Marianne. He is horrible at arguments. 
It was he was so bad. It was just like shut up, you're stupid. And then Gargano just like ran the fuck over him. And my first note was, where is Roderick? Not like I fucking care or whatever. And then later, <laughs> oh, there never mind. <laughs> yep, there he was. Um, and yeah, uh, that was the end of that segment. They beat up Johnny Gargano. Uh, Kushida in two weeks. Pretty excited about that. Looks like he's Kushida! keeping. Looks like he's keeping all of his time splitter gimmick. So. Good for him. Um, up next, we had the problematic Dominic Dijakovic taking on Aaron Fry. <sighs> Man, this was. I mean, this was magic. No- this was nothing. <laughs> it was just a very short match. Um, it was ma- magical nothing. It was a bag full of magic nothing. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> this is so the interview that Dijakovic cuts after this was just a very simple, like, um, my family moved here. Um, I owe it to them to do well, which was fine, I think. Which was also weird, and from what I know, not true. <laughs> so Right, so this was the beginning of whatever they were trying to do with this character, um, he calls out the Velveteen Dream, um, and I'm not sure if you saw... Oh, yes, I did. Okay, you did see it. Um, very upsetting. Um, I know I know. a couple of our friends were very upset about it. I am upset about it um, because, you know, I care about my friend's feelings. Um, the things he said were... Uh, it was very bad. I don't know if he was acting on his own or if someone said hey you you know who you should tweet like hitler um i'm not really Dude, sure honestly that i can't i i've like i've met the guy like i can't believe it like it's so weird to me yeah so it's i don't think any other news has like, come why out why did nobody say that's not a good idea chris well, I mean, it could have also been that he did it on his own. So if he did it on his own, I I don't know. It's just very, it's a very upsetting situation because we all love um, Donnie Dijak. But if this is the road he's going to go down, oof, they better put a stop to that real quick. I'm it's sure. It's super yeah. weird because I, I know that he's friends with like it's just super weird like i can't i i i am just so thrown off by it but i also don't get the he's foreign and not and wasn't good at english storyline because it's not true right yeah i mean i don't they because he would have an accent yeah it just really seems like they didn't think this out and if they did think it out they didn't communicate well enough to the parties um involved yeah it's just and yeah it's just really ugh. there are rp i can't believe there is people signed with that company who that's literally your only job and you can't even do that right yeah as to you know mo- monitor does nobody uh, fucking talk to each other i bet you it's all just an ego-based thing like it's I, yeah. that's so stupid. I don't know. It's just very upsetting. And don't do it for the like. Don't like make your main focus for the money. Make it like your focus for something you're passionate about. Yeah. Like there's so many people there that just have no business being there. Right. This could have affect that could have effectively just killed his uh, his push. You see, Jimmy <sighs> Jacobs would have never let this shit happen. I mean, it, it, there's just so many things I think about when I see this. It's like, don't they have a class where they teach people how to tweet? Don't they have a character building class? And it's just like, there's so much we don't know. He is very educated, too, which is like so off-putting. Yeah, it's just... I After seeing this. I need to know what the full story is on that. But, I mean, I'm I'm kind of very soured on i i think that he there was something he was uh, there was a particular attitude he was going for and it was and he severely miscalculated the way it sounded yeah i mean that like the way i look at it is i was like i don't think he meant it like i i feel like it was not well edited on his part no he he, somebody else 
yeah. he used language that um, we see um, Nazis use um and you know the white nationalists. i'm so thrown off so it's just like it's it's just very upsetting i i hope like this is one thing i need to hear more about i need to know i have not seen any other news on how this happened if there's any repercussions for this like he's legitimately good friends with keith lee yeah You'd think he'd be like, bro, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bet he did. Somebody, I mean, that tweet lasted under 30 minutes, and then he deactivated his his uh, his oh Twitter account. Oh, my God. But we know that he's, like, fine because fucking Lars Sullivan's still around. <sighs> yeah, that's that's Lars true. Sullivan, who followed me on Instagram once. Ooh. That was anyway. off. That was weird. That was a weird point in my life. <laughs> Uh, may- I, I've now I've now like succeeded in having all the people I want to follow me follow me, so it's fine. There you go. Uh, main event time. It was a NXT Women's Championship match um, between Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. If Kyrie Sane did not win, she would never get an NXT Women's Championship match ever again. Spoiler alert: she didn't win. Um, this match was fine. I I think if anything, this was just uh, let's tell the end of your tale, Kyrie, and let's have Io um, now go on a revenge tour against the the horsewomen. I think that's basically I just pictured women horses. <laughs> I think that's really I all. I just pictured Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke as like centaurs. I mean, Jessamine Duke. <laughs> is basically a centaur. She looks like she could naturally be one. Yes. Like she looks like the bottom half of her really should be a, a horse. horse. <laughs> like she'd be a badass centaur. I know. Somebody uh She looks very woodland. Like I told you <laughs> there's something about it that's very elfish. Yes. Oh boy. Um so <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, this match is fine. Um Kyrie was disqualified, so that's how the match ended, mainly because EO was trying to save her from further attack from Shayna. Um and yeah, it was fine. I really don't have a lot to say about it. It was it furthered the storyline of EO going after all three of them in a revenge type storyline. And then they disbanded the Sky Pirates. Yeah. Lame. Upsetting. Very they'll come back together in the future. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I don't. I mean, I hope so. I really, really hope so. So, um, I mean, we we have okay. So next week is our 200th episode, which is something I I just can't even fathom. Um, it's that you've let me talk for almost 200 episodes. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I don't I don't understand what's happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's the 200th episode and i figure i'm like well do, we're gonna cover what we usually cover and then like we need a classic match but we need like we need a good classic match marianne like we need we need like maybe one of the best matches of all time according to some people um so our match next week if you would like to follow along is not k's classic match what did i just do oh i hit enter Oh boy, I'm a mess. So our match next week, uh, we're going to head back to a place that uh, Hulk Hogan cannot remember the name of. We're going to head back to the Pontiac Silverdome, 1987, <laughs> WrestleMania 3, and I think you know where I'm going. We are going to watch um, a singles bout for the WWF Intercontinental Championship Ricky the Dragon Steamboat taking on the Macho Man Randy Savage. It is considered one of the greatest matches of all time, depending on who you talk to. But uh, the majority absolutely love this match. Marianne, have you have I made you watch this match? No. Okay, so we're we're gonna watch this. It is it is something to behold. It's so good. Um, yeah. So that'll be our our match for for uh for next week here so excited 200 episodes man that's insane that's so crazy like to think about 
that we've done this show for 200 episodes. I guess I personally have done it for 200 episodes. Oh, boy. Um, we had one question from Cal. Oh, woo, look at this. We got we have two questions. Uh, Cal- oh, boy. Calvin wants to know thoughts on the current ROH troubles. Um, so I guess, Marianne, what I'm hearing is um, a lot of people... I wonder if I can find the article. So Bubba Ray Dudley is gaining more power. Oh, that's so, like, not a good thing. Um, I'm ch- I'm, let me see if I can find... Because he's such a shithead. Yeah, let me see if I can find the the actual news. Going through ma- major backstage. Here, we, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. Okay, so according to Fightful, uh, major changes are occurring for Ring of Honor personnel team. Um, one of the operation managers is leaving the company after only working there for four months. Um, Jesus. While Bully Ray and Joey Mercury are gaining massive influence within ROH rankings. Um, God, what? Yeah. Uh, Mercury is apparently going to replace Danny Cage. Uh, Delirious is said to be losing influence due to the recent acquisitions of Enzo, Kaz XL, Velvet Sky, and Angelina Love, which... That was Delirious's idea? So, the thing that doesn't make sense about that is I can almost 100% guarantee you that Bully Ray got his girlfriend a job. I mean... Yeah. I don't know why they're blaming Delirious for that So, I don't know what what that's about. There are also reports of heat on staff who assisted on All In because it helped give a crash course to potential Ring of Honor competitors. Um, so, man, this uh, ROH is, sounds like a shit show. I feel like ROH hasn't been very decent since Seth Rollins left. My God, and that was years ago. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, That's the last time I personally remember anything related to ROH. Yeah. And I didn't even watch wrestling back then. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I mean, uh, th- this is not good. I don't think it's good, but, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It's um, There's some stuff going back on backstage. I don't know if having Bully Ray be your booker is a good idea, but, I mean, we'll see. I could be wrong. Uh, Holland asks, Sasha possibly trolling everyone by unfollowing WWE? And following AEW, clever or go home, Sasha, you're drunk. Um, what do you think, Marianne? Did you hear about this? She unfollowed every, I think she unfollowed Vince McMahon and WWE and followed every single executive vice president for All Elite Wrestling and the All Elite Wrestling. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, what are you, a Kardashian? I, Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I really don't know what we're doing here she's she's followed kenny omega all elite wrestling cody rose she wasn't following kenny omega at all before i guess not that's weird it's just very strange i don't she is following mike quackenbush now so that's cool does does alexa bliss follow mike quackenbush i feel like she would oh she has to she fucking loves buds yeah they are they are best buds i fucking love it they are the bestest of friends. Followers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm de- they de- they for sure follow each other. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I just think that's. I think that's weird. And oh, it's very weird. I. I, I and I, and it, it's it's petty in a way where it's like, why are you making a big deal out of it, people? Right. Just like I don't think it necessarily means anything. Like what content are you getting from following the WWE anyways? Right. You know how people just do like a cleanse of all the things that they don't need to like, you know, like maybe like she's contractual. If she's contractually obligated to follow them, then like, yeah, that's, that sounds suspicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they do control. Like, I think it has, I think it has to be a work. Okay. I could see that. Cause they, they, I have to think more into this. Um, I have sources I can ask, actually. All right, cool. Um, so, because they really control it. Like, they have a whole department of people, and there's a specific person that controls the social media accounts. Okay. 
that they have to go through. Like, there's a reason why, like, and Twitter is different than Instagram. Twitter's easier to ha- change your name. Uh-huh. If you're if you're verified, it's easy to change your name. You can just do that. Okay. But on Instagram, it's not. Huh. If that makes sense. So it's like you can't if you haven't if you have a specific name. So basically, like the if you're if you're verified, you had there's somebody else that also has control over your account. Okay. And there's like a specific person that does it. Um, so that's why people give a lot of shit to Simon Gotch for still having the Gotch style WWE name right on instagram because he can't change it huh okay he's verified and the person in the wwe still like they they control that and he has no way of contacting the instagram contact that the wwe has interesting to getting it changed does that make sense yeah that does make sense yeah so they have like a specific contact in the company huh weird that controls things all right so and he was like, I don't know how to to get to that person. So like, fuck off. Like all those people are like, change your name, you loser. And he was like, I would if I could, but I can't. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's that's something to really look into. I think it's just like petty ridiculousness. Yeah. Like knowing that fans are going to follow that shit. Yeah. But I mean, also she may she may be doing it as a tease to the company in general. Yeah, probably. I could see that. Just being like, I'm unhappy. Look what I'm doing. Yeah. This petty shit. That's uh, stupid. Why don't why would anyone care? Yeah. I'm talking myself in circles right now. I'm sleepy. All right. Well, since you're sleepy, you everyone at home can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsalt and you can follow the much funnier John oh. on Twitter. Uh jp thrice hey everyone follow me get me to a thousand it's baseball season you got to follow john in baseball season get me to a thousand followers for the love you're not there yet no i'm never there marianne i'm like at nine nine twenty i bet i lost the follower. i'm gonna be real upset this is i gained one nine twenty six nine twenty six i don't even keep track yeah, John yeah. keeps track for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he kept track before I hit a thousand. Well, this conversation's weird. This is, this Anyways, is. you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, now Spotify, and still SoundCloud. That's still a thing. Uh, search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well, so we know what to. We get suggestions of what to change, what to fix, and what to generally ignore. There you go. Because we're perfect the way we are. (laughs) You said it. I didn't. Uh, Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Come on, people. Next week's episode 200. That's insane. You should should purchase a Tornado Tag Radio shirt. Uh, Note to self, I have to pull my Tornado Tag Radio shirt out of the dryer. Uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on NOTLG.com. Head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Anything you can donate would be appreciated. Marianne, next week, episode 200. I can't believe it's happening. It's going to be a real anticlimactic one, watch. It, it definitely will be, but there's only one thing to do until then. So, Marianne, if you wee you... Ring the bell, please! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.